Hello, yes, to the listeners. Welcome to Football Talk as usual. Um, today, we're going to be talking about a pretty laid-back topic. Uh, it's going to be trace your experience in the game of football. Of course, I am joined by my two co-hosts as usual, Tawanda and Gaz. And I'm joined by two special guests as well in Specs and in AC, or better known as Anesu. So, yeah, um, first things first... Um, the game of football, of course, everyone here is a football fan. We all love the game of football. But I'm going to ask uh, AC, bro, how, first of all, how are you? And second, where, what is your first football experience? And how did you come up to start loving the game? Um, firstly, I'm well, mate. I'm, I'm doing very good. I'm coming off a decent weekend of football, decent week, exactly. But um, on to your main question. Um, I feel like my dad is basically like most of us in general in terms of the project Mbappe. I think at that time probably Project Kaka or Project Messi. And my dad as soon as I could walk he already applied me for goals, he was already setting up little goals in the background and everything and he always had like an idea like okay, whether he's turning pro or not, this football's gonna be his favourite sport and I guess it's that worked out. So since then it's been uh, focused on, on playing and watching and analyzing getting to know the game better. Ah, 100%, 100%. I'm sure like every one of us, um, you know, we we had those small goals and all that um, just so that we could just kick the ball and just have a feel of the game. Specs, I know you you love playing cricket, you love playing football. So I want to know what, what made you love football more than every other sport, you know? Yeah, man, I mean... I don't even know what to tell you. It's, it's it's the hype around football. That's what it is. And, you know, growing up as a kid, you know, I'd go outside, outside the streets with my neighbors, you know, make those small goals and just and just play. That, that's what was there to play. I mean, like, let me put it this way. Like, you know, for cricket, right, there's a whole lot of equipment that's needed and it's it's not as simple as just getting a football you can make a football of anything you know you just get some papers together put them in and yeah that's it man you know ah spot on spot on like i like when you said you make papers because i remember the time when you used to struggle man like even just for me personally like the ball get punctured or you kick it over the neighbor's house and like flip you have no plan b so what do you do get plastic bags and you wrap it up (laughs) wrap it up and we go again Exactly. We, we keep the we keep the movie going, you know. So <laughs> it's mad. <laughs> it's mad. It's mad. Um, but I know you. You're a hooper. Although um, most people would say that I'm a better hooper than you. But yeah, we'll let the people judge. Um, you like basketball, and you being a quite a big person. What made you like football? Out of all things. Um, first things first, I'd like to call Vera on the play. Like, just stop the podcast, stop everything. I want to find out who said you play better basketball than you. <laughs> I, 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 I said that. I said that. Ah, Jacob. <laughs> I didn't tell us. So I did score more points than you, so there's the evidence that you need. Ah, what? okay. You know, you know what? Nah, it's fine. Now, now that these V live in the jumping out, I think I'll just keep quiet and go back to the party. We can reopen the session. <laughs> but yeah, talking about football, like like you said, um, 
basketball was something that I was introduced to much later, like in terms of high school. But then football was something that's always been in my heart. Like, um, I, like with what AC is saying, I, I didn't have exactly like a project Bappe or a project Messi thing with my dad. But the thing is that like my dad would make sure that at least every weekend um, we would pass the ball to each other. And funny enough, like one thing that I love about football right now is long range passes. Like even when I was small, my dad would make me kick the ball directly to him from one side of the gate to the other. And it was like quite a long stretch, I would say about 20 meters. And imagine a kid just like slapping the ball 20 meters accurately to my dad. And remember, this is my dad. So if I made the misaccurate pass, like he wasn't going to run for the ball. It was all me who had to go get the ball. So I had to be accurate, otherwise he wasn't going to get it. So, you know, with those things, with those kind of things, um, my love for football just kept on growing. And then when he got me my first ball, Ah, I was just, yeah, I was over the moon and, you know, like I just started appreciating the game more and as I also started watching soccer with him. Ah, I feel that. I really do feel that. Um, yeah, they... Can I just say something quickly? Yeah, go for it. Kawaza is not ambidextrous. Ah, it'll get out. Get out. <laughs> He's been pushing that narrative for such a long time. Thank you, girl. I can kick with both take my corners feet. With left foot, this guy. Fix, <laughs> you scored some of my corners with my left foot. What are you saying, bro? I do not recall. Man <laughs> thinks he's a Zimbabwean Dembele, bro. Like, nah. <laughs> the audacity. You know what? Haters will always hate. It's okay. I still love you. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, um. That's interesting. We'll get to that, by the way. Um, Garrett, Mr. Speedster, the shocker, the silent one. Um, you, what is your experience with football? Because I know you're a person that, I don't know, you just came out of nowhere, and personally, um, and you just shocked everyone. But you just went on to do amazing stuff. Like, what was your, what's your story? What's your back? My experience in football was that just at an early age, just watching my dad play Sunday league football, just with his friends, just growing up, seeing the benefits of football, just on a health perspective and a passion, on a passion level also, also just a way to connect with my grandfather and my dad. It's always nice. I feel that, I feel that. I think all of us, well, I haven't said my piece, but I think all of us have uh, a good background of where we came from. I'll just quickly say mine is that my experience was um, similar to all of you guys. Like, my my dad loved, loved football, my brother, just basically the whole family liked football. So, yeah, I just used to watch games and just train um, outside, just play with them, and whether it's in the garden or just even in a small ground, you know, just to get a feel of it. And yeah, so I just started developing an interest in it from an early age. Of course, um, back then you weren't really like analyzing and seeing things that you see now, like um, the tactics um, and all that stuff. You're just watching it because, yeah, people are just kicking the ball. So yeah, um, that's just mine. But just moving on um, to that, I want to ask Spex, 
what is your best experience playing football okay okay let me rephrase it what is the best experience either playing football or watching football Eesh, that is a tough one hey that is a that is a tough question right there it's a tough question um i'd say jeez oh, there's many there's too many there's too many um but i feel like my best moment playing um cuz for me i feel uh the final four years of high school right so those final four years playing on the first team right so three for three years it was just quarter final after quarter final after quarter final and i remember getting into the semi final and then winning that semi final at the chess tournament um i think for me that that was that was it you know it was it was like years of constant heartbreak finally finally we got over the line and got to a final cuz i think it had just been haunting me for way too long and i couldn't finish without going to a final so yeah i think in terms of playing that semi final was everything and the whole atmosphere around it the way we played and yeah it, it was a great experience and now watching watching must be the 2012-13 season in Man United the final game against Aston Villa well not final game the game that that won us the title when Van Persie scored the hat-trick that yeah I think that's that was probably close to the best but there was also the Champions League final against Chelsea oh how the streets can never forget uh... That is the best right there. It took me a while to get there, but I remembered that was it. The John Terry slip. You're a menace, Spigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that really opened up a wound. But yo... <laughs> Um that's a very interesting one um especially with the with the high school and of course here on this pod we've got a an ex do they say Patreon do they is that how they say it? am I saying it right yeah man yeah and he has dominated the chess tournament three years running and made some of people some people on this pod cry so no names mentioned um So I would like to hear his hold up, hold up, hold up. wait. On that note, Gareth Chivasa, man, I'm going to pick with Chivasa. <laughs> <laughs> what? So this Gareth what now? No, no. First of I don't know what happened, but the ball gets to the goal. Now, Gareth. He had one job. Stop the ball and fire. Like, this thing was don't kill the keeper no just kill the keeper <laughs> my my man's went with the back heel <laughs> my heart broke i was broken i don't even hey. remember this uh. hey but the only one who did like i do not recall 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, it did help with the success, I guess, because we always had people flustered in those games, didn't we? No, that's yeah, true. That's definitely true. Um, yeah, um, I'm going to go to Tawanda, and I'm going to switch this one up now. What is your worst experience, either playing football or watching? You can pick one. Okay, Chelsea has hit me too many times. Like, I've, I've got like an endless catalogue of options. So I think I'm going to go uh, with something that's a bit closer to odds, and that's when I played. Um, Gaza, speaking of <laughs> of mishaps, like of when of when you know that you messed up, and I'm going to talk about the the league final. Like one thing that I'll always, that like to this day, that I still think about is that, um, like like everyone used to say, like I I was in that formation that we played with, like a three two two whatever it was right I was the left center back in that formation right but then it was that Sheffield United system where the cent- the overlapping the center back can overlap if they keep their position right right so then um, we were already leading 1-0 and then I went I overlapped crossed the ball in came to nothing and then I could have run back to I could have run back to defense but I didn't. They penetrated through the side that I was at, and they they scored. It was one-one. We went to penalties. I could have, you know, like in that time, I I blamed, um, I blamed uh, TJ. I blamed Muloma. I was like, how do you hit the same place twice when you had the, the penalty retake? You know, I was like, okay, dude, come on, you can't. That's that's you now. You can't miss two, two penalties because you never get two penalties in a penalty shootout. But yeah, at the end of the day, like I did leave that gap open, and I think I wasn't punished for that enough times, like throughout that high school time. And then the one time that it ended up getting punished, it was yeah, it was a final. So yeah, that's something that I that I always think about. Like even when I play football, even for fun or anything, if I'm put in a defensive position, I'm always just like now watching my six watching my back saying okay dude um do you have that spot covered you know what brother on that note uh, ah i think there's a missing part to the story right here oh no and i was part of this problem i was part of this problem what because trust me uh, that that goal peter scored uh, haunts me as well because really? let me tell you what happened. Yeah. You had gone on your little adventure up front. Ah, cool. Then Peter's got the ball. They played it, played it. Came with it, switched out to the left hand side. I was playing right, right center backer. Instead of me going to put pressure on the ball, I just stood there, put my hands behind my back, and let the cross go in. And I knew as soon as I let the cross go in that I'd made a mistake. By the time I turned around, Mandem was at far post scoring and ah luckily for me Mr. Kumal was like Kawata <laughs> But I know I know I was at fault as well. That much I know as well. I think I it mean, was Yeah, it was basically that culmination because they, like you basically had to cover for where I wasn't and then there was no one to cover for you. So then it was one of those things where it was just compounding anyway. I remember that call. 
Uh, it was it was painful to concede. I don't even lie. Yeah, that one hurts. It really hurts. Oh, people are in the feelings, you know. Oh, wow. I like this. This is a therapy. It's not a podcast anymore. It's not therapy. So Daniel is listening. The boys are bleeding. AC is very quiet. He he's got no worries. Life is good. From life is good. So yeah. <laughs> That Ziggy, for this you have to, you have to, we have to fire your questions back at you. What is, what is your worst? Okay. At this point, you're not even allowed to pick the one you watched. You have to pick the one where you played. <laughs> you know what, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I forgot to ask you your best, and I'll come back to you after this. But yeah, um, my best experience. I'll just, I'll be quick. My best experience, um, watching, I guess, is the Champions League final 2012. Um, I've never felt so many emotions um, that night. Even the amount of breakups I've had with girls and all that is like, it doesn't even add up. That that was so that night was so emotional. Um, I don't think I have experienced it again in that sort of way. Um, yeah, that's in terms of watching, playing. Um, I guess um, coming on in those six, scoring my first goal, first team, and I was probably my the best moment ever, especially with the first touch. It was um, probably the something that always um, by my heart, that stays by my heart. But the worst one, I'm sure everyone is waiting for this one. Um, yes, it <laughs> and, um, to those listening, yeah, um, it, this one, I wouldn't say it hurts me, but then at the same time, I always think about if, what if, but... It was um same as on the league finals, but it was twenty sixteen and we were losing to um NCC, Midlands Christian College, one 0 And we needed to win that game in order to progress to the league finals. A draw wouldn't help because I think was it correct me if I'm wrong, um C B C had a higher goal difference or MCC had a higher goal difference, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think That's both of them did. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we needed to win that game. Um, so we're losing one now. I don't know how they scored, I forgot, but we're losing one now. And now, Mr. Our coach. Yes, I remember clearly. Oh, yes. Went over, went over Godfrey. And Godfrey, Godfrey claimed, claimed someone touched him, but it was him alone. We're holding the right line. I remember the goal. Yeah, but anyway, Godfrey. <laughs> As I said, this is therapy now. It's now turned into a therapy session. So, yeah, um, we could we go down, and now all of a sudden, our coach, as sometimes I feel like that's what he used to do, he panics and he starts checking on substitution. I'm substitute. He checked on Gaz. Gaz came came on. Then he brought me on, and I remember he he brought me on. I don't know why. Like he always used to do this, but he would bring me on when the game was when the pressure was I like I want you to do something and me having just scored my first goal it's like wow now all of a sudden I'm in a different ball game so I go in there and of course yeah I just do my thing I just play my game and all that and now the clock is winding down there's literally everyone's faces everyone's head is down I, I can clearly remember like I think Bix was probably one of the few people, I forgot the other people, who kept on saying, come on guys, let's go, let's go. And there was this one particular moment, I'll never forget that. The ball was about to go out, and I think it was close to the um, corner flag or something. And Spex came charging from deep, 
all the way from our home. He came running, 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 and uh, he got the ball because the guy, the the, in, the MCC guy, was coming towards the ball. I thought he, he thought oh, it's a comfortable clearance. Specs came charging, and then he got the ball and he flicked it to me. Now me being in my position, it was a difficult angle. That's what I was saying. Tanda probably said, "Nah, he's capping." Then fine, he said it for me. But personally, from my view, it was a difficult angle, and there I literally had to make up my mind really quickly. It's either I squared the ball to Garrett, who was marked, and the pass was going to be a difficult pass, so the chances of it being intercepted were pretty high, or I go for the shot. And I decided to go for the latter, and I went for the shot, a volley, and it skimmed the crossbar. And I just remember the looks on everyone's faces, and I was just like, wow. It was just my heart just sank, you know. It's like if I had scored this, maybe we could have done something and we could have scored another one. But at the same time, it just gets me thinking like such moments like that, you know, they really like you reflect on them now and then you just they define something. They define players, you know. They define your character and all that. So, as I said, it's not like a personal, like something that I say, like oh, what if, what if, but it's like, mm, but you know what? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's like maybe what if if we could have gone in, maybe. But yeah, that that's just my personal take. Um, just to go back to Tonda, I just what what's your best experience, bro? Sorry, we had skipped you there. Oh, no, no stress. Um, my best experience playing football would have to be... Huh, that's tough. I think I'll, I'll just have to say that whole 2017 season in general. Like, for, for Specs, like he said, it was like finally breaking his duck off, uh, making the Chess final. But for me, it was that season in general because um, as both of... As like all of you knew, um, AC, okay, AC, you probably didn't know, but like, I was obviously like, um, 2015, 2016, I was a midfielder, like, I was a mid- midfielder out and out, and then 2017, I got told that I'm playing center back, and you're practicing as a center back, I was really demoralized by that. But being you. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's literally what I got turned into, but then, um, I think I was too sad initially because I didn't know the role that I was expected to play. But then when I saw the role that I was expected to play, I saw that I still had... In fact, I had more freedom than I would have if I was a midfielder. So, yeah, that season turned out to be the best because um, I felt like I wasn't being held back in any sense. And in terms of creativity, I was doing what I want. I was still taking free kicks. I was still crossing it. I was still giving people free balls, even though I was a centre-back. And defending wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. So... Yeah, that season in general was just dope for me. Uh, despite yeah the finals crushes, but yeah, it's it's, it's part and parcel of the game. You can't have everything beautiful. In my favorite game that I've watched, I think it was Battle of the Bridge when Hazard scored against Tottenham to make it two two to deny them the league. I ran around the house. I was I was ecstatic. That game was beautiful. That game was beautiful. Another thing I should tell like the viewers is that like when I play football I'm very combative and I think also the, the fact that um that game was very combative was too was 
made it one of my favorites because yeah, there was like literally a fight every five minutes. Ah, uh, that game was nice, no lie. <laughs> so yeah, like that's ah, uh, that's that's definitely like a top game for me. Wow, that's that is a, that's a low key underrated game. I like that game a lot. I really did. I couldn't, I couldn't see Spurs winning the league. There was no way. I was gonna let that sit right there. They, they finished third that season, so Thank you know. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also finished above them. Don't act like it was like this, the gap between Spurs and Leicester was two points. It was like eight. But <laughs> you weren't made it mathematically possible. But uh, Spurs, Spurs, Spurs were two worst race. Ah, you hate to see it. Yeah, you know. I thought, Diggy, I thought you were gonna say your, your, your best or worst moment in terms of your football play. It's gonna be your dive against Peter. Ooh, that was clutch because that he saved me from a terrible corner. Like I took a terrible corner that day and he and he bailed me out. Oh, and he got me a goal. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's <laughs> three right now. <laughs> this was my plug. So you know, I clearly affected all of our lives indirectly. <laughs> but I don't know. I think that was that was the that after that game. I think. Because that night was the Champions League final as well. It was Real Madrid against Juve. I think that was the first day that I met AC. And you know, AC, I met AC because he was talking to Diki. And I was like, obviously, like, with Diki the whole time. And then um, AC was just like, ah, but Diki, you know, huh? And yeah, Diki, was, was, he didn't want to admit it. I was roasting it in the comments. Even Duguete was tuning that I feel like, nah, Diki, you know you. But he was denying it. <laughs> Three years later, he finally admitted to it. <laughs> Your blood is one to the theater, so you, you better not <laughs> Now, nah, on Sticky was a plug. You know, I always I... used to say something to Tiki. Tiki, when you get near the box, don't waste time on dive. <laughs> Give me a something. Give me something. But then against Peter, so wait, he turned to a house bleep. Nah, you know what, yeah. Versus Peter, so I was actually pissed that game because. Man, the midfielders weren't feeding me. Like, I just got to the point where I was just like, you know what? Nah, screw it. I'm not even going to do anything now. I'm just going to stand down the touchline because they weren't passing. I swear. I swear. But, uh, uh, uh. You heard me. You heard me. You know, I could see the scoreboard. Three minutes left. I'm just like, did you dive anywhere near the box? Just go down, please. Give us a chance. Man, you can take a free kick or a pin even. Please, 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 bro. Just take care. <laughs> but shout out for that home. Bro. Shout out for that item. Got ah, me a pin. No lie, you failed us. <laughs> As a team player, bro, anything for the team. Sorry, AC, I had to do what needed to be done, you know. We're still bros. <laughs> you know, when, when on the pitch, you know, it has to do business. The business had to be taken care of, so you already know. But man, now it's it's cool. Like I really enjoyed listening to everyone's experience, man. I think it just paints a whole picture, like what this whole game means to each and every one of us. Um, this uh, parting question, I don't know. <laughs> do you think? I don't know how to say. Do you think um, your Oh, do you think you're gonna your influence like your love for football are you gonna translate that to your your children um Bads I'm gonna hit this one up to you first now of course of course um, as soon as they jump out um, we're training both feet going around the cones 
it's non-negotiable. Like, if we, if it's not, if if they say that they don't like football, we shall brainwash it. It is not an option. I'm joking. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's it's something that I would want to use as a bonding tool. Like, be like, okay, let's have that thing in common. And yeah, I would definitely try to like put that football interest. I mean, we don't have to support the same team. The list of teams that they can't support are actually there. It's just United and Spurs. That's it. If yeah, if they support those two, uh, adoption might be key. But yeah, um, that's that's what's up. I will definitely try indoctrinate, not indoctrinate, but I'll try influence that football culture into into my fam with my kids. All right, all right, all right. That's that's solid, solid. AC, um, what do you think? Are, are you going to influence your kids um, to play the game of football, or just gonna allow them like just to just to do their own thing? You know, if they like, I don't know, tennis or something like that. Then... Well, that sounds like um, David Beckham's kids who said they wanna play football, they wanna play tennis. <laughs> There's nothing more you could do. But um. I think just generally, like the joy that football has given me over over my entire life, the joy and the pain, but the joy in general and the character growth that's come from football is something that I feel like sport in general brings. But there's something towards football in terms, I think, especially that's it, just the hype part of it just intensifies everything you experience. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't want my my son or my children in general to not have a option in terms of turning that down or not. But uh, my, my project is starting before even um, my child is born, even when I'm picking my wife, this will be in my mind now. I'll be searching for these, these, these specific traits that I'd love to see in my son. But uh, just in general, it will be like even what Matzo was saying, it's just in general in terms of um, bonding and all that stuff. But it's very interesting to read. I think Carlos Tevez and some other footballers are like, they don't want their children playing football because. Um, of the things you don't see in terms of as a professional player, as things we don't see because we idolize these people, well, not idolize, but we look up to these people, picture that their lives are picture perfect, that they get to do what they love every day, but there's a lot that comes with it. So, in terms of forcing my my child to get into something that I'm not 100% sure will be beneficial for them, I, I, won't, I won't be a part of that plan, but I'm definitely gonna push him towards something that I'm very passionate about because, yeah. I feel like if you can't bond over football, it'll be, it'll be a specific hole in my life that I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I really, but I really, really do wish that I can um, enjoy something like that with my kids. No, spot on. I, I like the part where you said you're going to pick a specific girl to, to fulfill your dreams. And yes, bro, I, I 100% agree with that. Bro. It always starts with a woman, you know, you have to pick the right wifey, she has to have the right ideals, she has to know what's up on game day, you know, so, yeah, and them, and them jeans have to be crazy, you know, so. The height factor, bro, the height factor. The height factor. You need to cover up on that. <laughs> you already know, so, yeah, I like that a lot, I think, especially when you said people don't see what the pressures that the game brings, you know, um, what happens behind the scenes, what these guys go through, you know, I think people just think, oh, this is Hollywood, I'm getting paid 250k, um, life is good, but then you don't see, like, what's going on behind the scenes, you know, some of the time these guys are depressed, mental health, so it's crazy, we're actually going to talk about that um, in a future episode, the role models in football, so we'll, we'll keep that in mind, Specs, 
knowing you and your family while your brothers all of you guys are all sports enthusiasts and you're all very talented are you going to do that are you going to apply apply that to your family when you when you have a family in the future it's not even an option though. like it's football or nothing it's not even an option blood like first thing we're doing as soon as it's out we're at the tv or even the stadium Premier League match. We're not playing games. This is no options. First present my kid's gonna get is a football. That's all we're doing. Like, ah, fam. Like, you know what? They uh, love a lot of sports, uh. and yeah, you know we can bond over the sports and all that. But it's football. Football is life. It's the biggest sport in the world. Most fans in the world. It doesn't get any better than that. So yeah, kind of love football, but you know what? Uh, if if he supports Chelsea, might uh, I might have to think of you know putting him into a possible kid. Don't worry. Listen, if, if my lady supports United and yours supports Chelsea, we'll just do a quick transfer, a swap deal. I swap deal and ah. I feel that. I can't do it, man. I can't do it. <laughs> the problem is that many of our female listeners will think that these two are joking. Confirm, they'll think we're joking. <laughs> <laughs> Little do they know. <laughs> this is what the game means. But yeah, man, nah. They, they have to. Yeah. It, it has to happen, honestly. No, facts, facts, facts. I, th- I think all of us are on the same page, you know. I think, yeah, it definitely has to happen, you know. For me, it's Project Mbappe. In fact, not even Project Starboy, Project Kalamats in the door, you know. You already know what I'm saying. So, um, yeah, I think this has been a very, I wouldn't say. Um, we touch on that. I'd say no do anything. Oh, which one now? So, you want your child to make bad decisions about his future? Oh, sure. oh, ah, where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we oh, going? Sure. <laughs> you, you could have won the Champions League last season, but okay. Mm, it's alright. Oh, yes. <laughs> that, 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 that touched the nerve, you know. You know, it's now. I'll let you have this on the Um, off, off the, off pod. We'll, we'll discuss this. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> lock your doors. This man is sending shooters in your inbox. <laughs> and strikers, bro. You already know what's up. Are <laughs> you strikers? As the famous saying goes, these strikers. But anyway, <laughs> um, that brings us to another episode. This was more of a therapy episode, guys. Um, didn't really discuss much about tactics or analy- analyzing football, but. It's always good to talk about such things because it just makes you realize how all passionate about this game, you know. So I'd just like to thank um, Sticks and AC for coming on, guys. Thank you so much for coming on and um, talking to us as usual. We do appreciate you guys, man. Much love, man. It's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to be here. Yeah, man. Same thing. It's just a privilege. But able to just um, talk with the boys about the game we love and just also tell our people to listen to different perspectives. Yeah, just to prove it in itself. For sure, man. For sure, man. It's it's always amazing. We could talk about football for hours and hours, and again, we still wouldn't get bored. 
Um, so yeah, um, to everyone who's listened, thank you so much for tuning in as well. Please like, comment, share to everyone and you know who loves football. Also, we started a Discord. It's in our link. Please make sure you join that. Interact with us. We always have amazing debates in there. I'm always reassuring Tawanda in there, so um, it's always a it's always a vibe, especially on match day. It's not even reassuring. It's bullying now. It's not bullying, but it's what is what what did they used to say back in the day? Character building. Yes. Yeah, character development. Yes, character development. Exactly. Supporting <laughs> Arsenal's character development. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days! For sure, that that is character development. But yeah, um, thank you so much to everyone who's tuned in. Um, again, the links will be all in our descriptions. But until then, have a nice and yeah, as we say in German, Auf Wiedersehen.